0: Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states.
3: luxury quality within reach go to quince.com style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order quince.com style
4: hello everybody welcome back to another episode of don't blame me Happy New Year. Happy New Year? Yeah. Happy motherfucking New Year, 2020. Holy tits. <laughs> that's a that's insane. I
5: know. Twenty twenty? It's weird. So we're in a new Decide decade.
4: Oh, I was like, first of all, That's I how we was, say it uh, in
5: my country. Decide American.
4: For sure. <laughs> um, I'm Canadian. I wouldn't know that. I just wish I was Canadian. Wow, we're in a new decade. Mm-hmm. The last time we were in a new decade was the millennium. No. 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 This is the first time we've been in. No. No. We've had Two- one- 2010 10. was not the millennia. 2000 was the So 2010 millennia. was the last decade. I was a junior in high school. Getting drunk on hills. I was. Doing body shots. I had
5: just graduated from college. So we were doing
4: the same thing. We were doing the same just thing. Just at different ages. Mm-hmm. Wow. And look at us now.
5: Just thriving.
4: Thriving with the podcast. Yeah. Eating, snacking. Well, guys, welcome back to the podcast. Uh
5: 2020, a great year for our podcast. Mm-hmm. We're in season five now. Can you Holy believe that? Shit. Well, guys, uh, this is Don't Find Me It's an Advice Podcast. Um,
4: let me get the phone number out of the way. If you want to call in for an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310 And if you're an international listener, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcasts at gmail.com. Um, and I guess that's enough blub, blub, blubbering. Like blubbering. Blabbering. Blabbering. Flubber. Great movie. I used to be scared of Flubber a little bit when I was a kid. It's weird. Yeah. I can understand that. So it's scared a lot of weird shit because it's just kid. like
5: something jiggly that comes to life and moves and around like and you can't green. stop it and it like if it breaks apart it just multiplies. So it makes sense.
4: Yeah. It does. Whereas we of Contagion, which is an underrated bad movie.
5: I feel like you've talked about this before. Yeah,
4: I think I'm the only person who's ever seen that movie. Yeah,
5: I think so too. i brought
4: it up to like a bunch of people and they have no idea what I'm talking about. I
5: know exactly what you're talking Gwyneth about. Paltrow's it just it. Like, I know how diseases work.
4: <laughs> no, but it's it's interesting. It's like a steal the money movie, but about disease. I'm good. I love steal the money movies. I do too. Motz doesn't understand. He tried to put on a heist movie and he goes, it's a steal the money movie. I, I go, I get how you could think that a heist movie would be a steal the money movie. But a steal the money movie means I am rooting for the people stealing the money and they're kind of Robin Hooding it. And it's but for like the greater heist good.
5: Mo- no, steal the money movies are heist movies, but not all heist movies are steal the money movies.
4: True. Yeah. 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 Not all heist movies. Are. Yeah. So then yeah. he just puts on movies where like people rob banks and I'm yeah. like, not the same, but Not the fucking same. I just want all of the oceans. And Catch Me If You Can. Oh, I love Steal the Money movies. <laughs> so good. Um, should we get into the costs let Let's do it. I wonder if any of you are stealing the money. <laughs> hey, Megan, I, have some, I need a question about robbing a bank.
3: So I was recently put in a sticky situation where I like she got my, right my ex, into it. who I broke up with, Uh, around seven months ago, emailed me over a thousand words about all that's happened in his life. And it was just this huge life update about him and his friends and family. Uh, It's clear that he really wants to stay informed on each other's lives, but I've made it clear to him that I'm not interested in sharing our lives for the time being because we aren't together anymore. And it's pretty obvious that his moving on process has been slower than mine. And I feel like any way I respond will have repercussions because not responding would be cruel. I've been short and brief in the past and that clearly hasn't worked because now I'm left with a thousand word email in my inbox. And I guess telling him straight up that I just don't want to communicate right now seems very abrasive and, I guess i'm just afraid of hurting him more than i already have um please
4: help what a fucking weenie i also like my mind immediately went to like that this wasn't obviously this was a personal letter that as you continued on but in my mind i was like does he just like send these updates or it's like people? you know like christmas time yeah, yeah, when people send of. their
5: family updates yeah
4: like yeah. megan's retaking
5: stats again <laughs> i don't know, actually maybe, maybe what I, year did, was I think that. geometry no it's what like, did i take twice you took yeah stats statistics is like more of a um no i had mono so i didn't take that one twice but i was gonna say that's more of the that's not like a required class
4: oh you're right that's that's when we got into the era of calculus and i was
5: like i'm a i'm a opt out of yeah, that one and i i was like i don't see you just taking a <laughs> cool math oh, no. i wouldn't even say cool math class it was high school math, too i know oh, okay Oh, so I was like, I did take math in college. You probably took geometry and algebra. And- oh, I might have
4: had to retake. Maybe I took algebra, like, maybe I didn't, maybe I took algebra one and two instead of doing algebra one, three, where people can like skip ahead. Mm-hmm. I don't know, something like that. Um, okay, you definitely called into a podcast of two girls who ghost. But mm-hmm. I think like the thing is, is this is obviously a different circumstance and situation, but I think the same advice applies with like exes and people trying to reach out that like any response is, he's going to see that as a positive. Like, yeah i think like no matter what you say if you acknowledge him like that's the reason why he's sending you this letter is because and i'm not like faulting you and saying that like oh you did this to yourself but like those short responses like he's holding on to that and mm-hmm. that's why he's literally at this point sending you a thousand word long letter he's not gonna come to the like the oh he's not gonna back away and stop on his own you have to be the one to stop it if he was gonna stop it he would have already stopped yeah it.
5: like when megan reached out to her ex <laughs> that's grandmother died and then he responded back why are you <laughs> why are <laughs> you, you messaging, messaging me? me so that's like- maybe what you should just say why are you messaging yeah
4: me? i i just think like i think you've been a little too nice at this point and like it's not when we break up with somebody or we end a relationship like it's 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 yeah, there is no saving face like it's not about like oh i don't want to be a, like i get like oh you don't want to be like unnecessarily rude but like at this point like you're going so above and beyond with a normal breakup that I think like it's just not helping him at all and I think just not responding and I also think that the the benefit of not responding is like he can come up with whatever excuse he wants to in his head Mm -hmm. if you respond and like hey I don't like I get how you think that that might come across as harsh but if you don't respond he can be like oh you know what she like she just like lost i just lost your email or whatever but like it's he'll eventually i think we'll drop it more and he won't yeah. just hold on to like
5: whatever you say in a way yeah but then he might keep contacting her i just so i just would keep say keep put it, it in spam yeah just mark it as spam and so anytime he sends you anything it goes to spam
4: and also when you said like your are getting over process just seems to be different He's not getting over you mm-hmm. and that's you are getting over him. So aiding him in what you think is his getting over process isn't helping him. I think like if you can just cut it off and then stop responding, like it's the same advice we give people with trying to get over someone, where, like stop being in contact with them. He's essentially on that side of it. And this isn't anything that he's doing that he even might say like, oh, this contact's really helping me move on. It's it's not. Mm-hmm. And I would just like know that even if he doesn't realize that now you do and then just it's not, you're not being a dick and ghosting. And also I wouldn't even necessarily call this ghosting at this point because like you've already responded enough times yeah. that I think at this point now, it's just like, okay, cool. I've responded enough. I didn't like completely like shut it down immediately. And then it's been like, you said, short kind of curt responses. And then now there's nothing else mm-hmm. and that's it. And like, that needs to be fine for him. And then you can like actually move on with your life. Agree. That's a, a thousand words also did you um count or did you put it into pages or words and then count it that way you just guesstimate yeah
5: you're like this looks about like two paragraphs because a paragraph is about 500 right well paragraph can be anything no 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 no, i'm sorry a a, um, page a page is about 500
4: um well best of luck i have high hopes for um you and your ghosting welcome to the ghosting club boo bitch boo 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 We're like, a sweet boo of ours? Boo. Hey, boo. Hey, boo. Poof, and we're gone. (laughs) Hi, Megan
6: and Melissa and guest. I am 26 years old, and I've been with my boyfriend for a little over a year. We live together. um, We have a great relationship. Love him to death. And um, I naturally don't have a lot of friends. I... Uh, maybe only talk to about two really close friends. I have lots of acquaintances that I hang out with at work, but outside of work, I don't really uh, see very many people. But he has a huge friend group of people. He has a lot of people that he grew up with, that he went to high school with, that he still sees all the time. One of them actually lives next door to us. And They all have girlfriends who I really love hanging out when we're all together. Um, I find a lot of them really great, really awesome people to talk to. And recently, I've been wondering if I should reach out to those people, those girls, to maybe start hanging out with them one-on-one, building more of a relationship with them. But then I also have this feeling in the back of my mind, like, if I do that, I'm, like, encroaching on his territory in a way. like. Because he was friends with all these people before I met him, is it like okay for me to start reaching out to them and, and hanging out with them like alone? Like recently, um, one of them, one of his, uh, couple friends, they celebrated an anniversary and I texted the one girl to, you know, wish her a happy anniversary, and then I kind of felt weird afterwards, like, oh, maybe I should have said, like, my boyfriend and I wish you a happy anniversary, or something else, because it almost felt like I was, again, like, encroaching on his friend group, and I just don't want to come off as, like, clingy or awkward or weird for, like, wanting to be personal friends with his friends that he's already like, established as friends. I don't know. I'm rambling now. But I just want to know if it's, A, is it a little clingy for me to not be trying to find my own friends, but trying to be more friends with with his? Or um, is it okay? And also, how do I do that? Because I'm really bad at making friends with people. And I'm just curious if there's any tips you can give me on ways I can, like, figure out how to do all this i don't know i'm just overall a bit confused anyway have a great day thank you
5: i don't think that's weird at all you do it's i don't think it's weird but wow because this is me this, I, I literally know. will message you i want i just want but you've been in a relationship for four years my thing is she's like in a relationship they live together, for, they live together too but if the, if this is somebody that you think you're gonna be with for a long time then yeah go oh, for yeah. it but but if this isn't somebody that you don't think like you're gonna be with them for a long time, then it can yeah. be weird if you guys break up, yeah. Because there's like the dividing
4: of the friendship thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to say that this weekend I um found out that I am on the close friends list on Instagram of one of Mats's friends' girlfriends. Doesn't and it
5: always feel good when you do are you? looking and then you see that green circle and I- you're like. I'm not oh, going to lie. I didn't even think I was there. But I'm here on a I lot am. of close friends too. <laughs>
4: I was just like, I just immediately. And then Moth had to look to see if he was, and he also was. And I wanted to be like, yo, can you just take him off and keep me on <laughs> so I can feel special. Um, but I totally understand this. I, I, I really get this. I also have a lot of, um, again, I have a, my Moth has a huge friend group in this similar way. And I would say out of that friend group, um, LA wise, I'm kind of the only girlfriend who really has like her own set of friends. And all of the girlfriends are all like friends with each other. Like Mm -hmm. there have been girlfriends. friends before? No, there's girlfriends who their boyfriends have since broke up and they're still friends. Like, so I think the thing is, is you just have to have that conversation with your boyfriend first of being like, Hey, like, and I I wouldn't bring it up in like a clingy way because I think like, I don't want to like therapize you or whatever, but like, it's definitely not clingy. I think like if you're feeling that's clean, I think you might be like, I don't want to say that like maybe he. I think you're feeling that's not a feeling that this should give you. I think that's a feeling that you might be getting from somewhere else or you've had before, and you're like worried about. I wouldn't even bring that up in the situation because I don't think it's clingy at all. But I would ask him and be like, hey, like, would it be weird for you, or is like, would it be okay if I like asked so and so if they like wanted to like go get drinks or like go to a workout class or go hang out? And if he's like, yeah, for sure, or if he's mm-hmm. like, oh, it's a little weird. I mean, if he says it's a little weird, I would be like. why Why is it weird weird? because i don't think it is at all like is fucking stoked that like i get along well with the girl like it's literally like the guys will just like sit it's like we're on a play date and they'll Mm -hmm. be like oh look at them getting along i love this like that's so fun i think he should be just as excited but and that's like where my advice was the whole time until you got to the end part where you're like should i be making my own friends and not just his i would say make your own friends too because I i think this is like You said that you have a hard time making friends and you feel kind of awkward, which I also really understand. I think this is a really easy way in, but also it's, this isn't... (sighs) It's not, whatever this this isn't really going to teach you how to make friends as an adult like you yeah. kind of are getting like the training wheels on for this and it's pretty easy and if something like god forbid happened with you and your boyfriend and like things didn't go well then let's say that happens in three years then you're like into your like
5: mid-20s and you don't know how to make adult friends also you might lose everyone because they might feel a loyalty to him yeah because they knew him first and then you're left with no boyfriend and And no no friends
4: friends. so i think i would pursue both at the same Mm -hmm. time i would like if you have you said you have work acquaintances i would ask someone from work who you think is cool who maybe doesn't you don't work directly with every single day Mm -hmm. ask them to hang out um also if there's like anyone even if you hang out think about it in the set if you hang out with like the friends like the girlfriends all together whatever and then they bring other friends and you meet people through that kind of way i think just be open to meeting and like more friends like that I Mm -hmm. think that's like I don't know I think that's like a good way to like ensure that also you're not I don't know that you're you're not putting all of your eggs in one basket in a way because I think like it's important to have friends in general like regardless of a relationship and you don't want your friends to be contingent on your relationship success Mm -hmm. because that also like then if you guys have like issues you might feel like like obligated to like stick through it or like you deal with shit that you wouldn't normally stick through just because you're afraid of losing friends right but yeah and then i would say like the way to ask you said you felt awkward like how do i ask them to like hang out i think like you just like ask text them. and be like hey i'm gonna go to this i always yeah, think i it's already better, have a plan first yeah, like hey i'm gonna go um to this like workout class like do you want to come or like hey i'm gonna go uh or like have you seen that trailer for this new movie like mm-hmm. i really want to go see it like and my boyfriend like won't fucking come like do you want to yeah. go or anything like that, I think is like a good call. And even if you want to do like double date sort of situation and then you guys start talking and then in person you can just be like, yeah, like, yeah. And I think it's also like nice to just be like, Hey, do you want to hang? Like there's, I don't know we have this like oh I want to like keep my cool or whatever and I had this massive friend crush on one of Mott's um oh my god they're married now one of Mots's friend's wives massive friend crush first of all she's so pretty I like show people her photo all the time because so I'm like she's so pretty and cool um and Mott's and his friend got drunk and they both were like oh yeah Megan has a huge friend crush on her and he's like oh my god she's got a huge friend crush on Megan and then it broke the ice for us and it was like okay because your boyfriend can also be like hey like what's someone, like you know what I mean like mm-hmm. you can kind of have that doesn't Middle necessarily man. yeah it doesn't necessarily like always uh make you learn how to make friends but I also didn't ask wants to do it he just got wasted and then they did it and then her and I were like well guess we're we, friends, we're friends yeah. now because <laughs> we both love each other <laughs> um but yeah I think this is also like a I don't know I think it's an exciting position for you to be in too it's kind of like the same thing with dating it's like you go on one date and then you can like date other people and feel more confident so I think if you can like pursue two kinds of friendships mm-hmm. at the same time I think you'll be like I own this I'm great at this now yeah so best of luck
5: yes i'm excited best for of you luck. do it be friends
4: i also love how i judge everybody for moving in too soon with their boyfriend and i moved in with months so but you knew
5: him for a while
4: that's true that is true yeah i just think if i moved in after i've met him for a year i would probably murder him in his sleep you know i don't know <laughs> well because i have my four months in thing where i'm like oh shit i hate you yeah But I guess if you move in at a year, I've already passed the four months, so I don't hate you anymore. That makes sense. Okay. Well, on to the next one.
7: Hi, Megan. Um, I've been listening to your podcast for a while now, and I kind of have a
4: spooky issue.
7: Um, So recently, I found out um, through accidentally logging into or finding um, my ex boyfriend's unlocked Instagram on one of my devices and I read through his DMs and found out that he, um, it's been a year since we broke up, but I found out that he, uh, recently slept with a girl and then talked about me for an hour after, um, and, like, we still talk every day, but apparently, like, he stopped talking to this girl who he dated briefly because he has a new girlfriend. Um, and now she's, like, upset because he still talked to me and, like, blocked her. Um, I'm just wondering what I should do, if I should, like, stop talking to him or if I should talk to him about the DM or not say anything. Um...
4: Yeah, I know Thank you. Bye. Boy, I was hoping I was gonna to get to draw a diagram for this on but I feel like we all understand.
5: Yeah. Um, you need to stop talking to him. But my thing is, like, you accidentally logged into his Instagram. I get that part, but then you went into his DMs and oh shit, them.
4: dude! If your fucking Instagram if you're, is logged you're there, in there, there,
5: but you can't be like mad if it's there, and it's not like you're together anymore no I think it's just weird it's weird but like yeah you s- looked for information yeah I'm a level with you if you break up with someone and you
4: continue to talk to them like for a year after they're gonna do weird shit and yeah. it's got like you're in a weird position and like it's I don't know like I think it's just a, when there's a weird situation that you're actively participating in I don't think and you're you can, not comfortable with being friends with him yeah you can't really be upset about the outcome because like it's it's weird. Yeah, it is wild. You seem like
5: you still have feelings for him.
4: Yeah. And you said he has a new girlfriend. Yeah. And like, first of all, it's also just like a really weird weenie move. for So they're on his on DM with this girl and explicitly they're talking about the fact that they had sex mm-hmm. over Instagram DMs. And then talked DMs about you. And then talking about you. I just think that like, I, I wonder if your mind is going to like, should I talk to him about it? I wonder if you feel like a little bit weird and guilty in the fact that you feel like that his new girlfriend that he's dating should know not your responsibility she didn't
5: mention that though
4: no but i but just the weirdness of it like if it was me i think that would kind of be like why are you still talking about me because that's because the girl is mad because he still talks to you and you're his ex-girlfriend and he won't talk to her and he blocked her because he has a new girlfriend Mm -hmm. so i think usually what that in my mind means is the new girlfriend doesn't know about you. New girlfriend only knew about the other girl. I don't think it's like a specific thing. And I think he's keeping you more of a secret and private because I think he also probably like still has some like residual feelings for you. And mm-hmm. I think you, have, you
5: do too. have some
4: residual feelings for him. And I think you just need to stop talking to yeah. him.
5: If you're not okay with him moving on, which you're not, Yeah, then you shouldn't still be talking to him.
4: No. And if you guys, if, if you break up, mm-hmm. like Break up, and like if he's in a new relationship or anything like that if you're ever like if it it's not kosher when you're worried like well is someone gonna read into it weird if mm-hmm. someone can read into it weird then they're going to and yeah. that means you're not you're doing something that you're also not entirely okay with yep because like you're afraid of someone else's response which means and that, that response is totally valid mm-hmm. so i think like you have to be the bigger person here and just like don't bring up the dms because it makes you look crazy, <laughs> which, like, I understand. I would have done the same thing. Um, but then just stop talking to mm-hmm. him and, like, let him do his relationship. And I don't want to say that you're enabling him to, like, if he's potentially not being great in this relationship. But, like, he just needs to, like, he needs to get his shit together. And you don't want to be, like, an accessory or an accomplice mm-hmm. to, like, him being a shithead. Right. You know? Because, like, you wouldn't want that in your own relationship mm-hmm. later on. Like, if you guys were together and this was happening and you were in the girlfriend's position... Um, yeah, I just think like,
5: just get out.
4: Yeah. I'm also like, I'm in the camp of being like, as much as I, I mean, I do agree with the whole thing of like, I take what people say at face value. So if you say something, I'm going to believe you, there's like a different level of like, if I can tell that, like, if you have a new relationship, I'm like friends with the guy and like your girlfriend, like, doesn't like, like, I'm never going to do anything to make you feel, make Mm -hmm either of you feel uncomfortable. Also like girl to girl, I'm never going to do something like that. Even if I'm like, well, no, he said it's fine because deep down, I'm like, first of all, my frontal lobes develop far faster than yours. So like, I'm no, I'm not like, like, Mm -hmm. I just think there's a certain level of like, yeah, people are going to make their own mistakes, but like, I'm not going to sit idle by knowing that someone's making a mistake. And I'm like taking part of it. I'm not, I can't necessarily stop everything, but like I would remove, remove yourself from from the the situation. yeah. 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 I think that's a good call and um i just i also like want to know i just love the whole like yeah his like instagram was logged into one of my devices which i'm i f- unless you're like really young you definitely logged onto it right? Be-
5: that's what i think. That's too. what i would cuz 100%. Like which device? iPad, 100%. Never a phone. <laughs> but if it's like your <laughs> iPad and they've been broken up for a while then you just never get on your yeah, iPad. Yeah, well, who goes
4: on Instagram? This makes perfect sense. Who goes on Instagram on their Before iPad? she got on it. Yeah, because she was like, oh, what's on this iPad? I haven't been on my Instagram. This Sure, I'll log on. Let me see what's here. And then it's like, oh, shit, I only look at Instagram on my phone because there is no Instagram for iPad version.
5: Mm-hmm. It gets real big and ugly.
4: Yeah, it's real big and ugly. So I know I understand that, but I think also that even though you guys are broken up, the same thing still applies that we say. If you're looking, if mm-hmm. you're snooping, you're, you are you're looking for something. You yeah. don't look with not looking for anything. So yeah, I think like, that's
5: why I'm like, if she's looking for something, she still has feelings for her. Yeah,
4: you're right. I think that's definitely, that's yeah. definitely it. Get yourself out of it. And then also you'll move on too. Right. Neither of you are going to be able to move on at all. Cause I was just think of like in this, that sense of like relationship wise, a good, if you're going to be super upfront and open and honest in a relationship, you're like, Oh yeah, this is like my ex. Like we still talk every day. No one's going to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. And the idea that like the reason his girlfriend's like, okay, she doesn't know. Like, if you started dating a new guy and you're like, yeah, my ex-boyfriend and I talk every single day. You'd be like, uh, how about you? Nah, brah. Unless it's... No, but I mean, if in, in if you read those messages of being like, oh, oh yeah. 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 The context of what you guys are yes, talking the about. the context. That does matter. Yeah. Can I can't imagine if I talked to guys I used to date every single day? What would we talk about?
5: Truly <laughs> <laughs> really have no idea. Nothing in common. Um, I was going to say, I do a lot but it's usually a group message with girlfriend that's in it as well well
4: you yeah. you are very good yeah. at like you're not like i'm not you're deta- thinking for everybody yeah do you know what i mean yep. and that's what, how you have if you want to be friends with your mm-hmm. ex you have to take the responsibility to think for everyone yeah and then like when you act upon things or do things or whatever you're not just taking how you feel into account and how I'm they feel over. you're, you're right. taking how new girl, all of that stuff yeah. you know what i mean yeah it's not about I mean, it is about you, but it's not, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You're just a really good
5: person. <laughs> I'm not that good. Of a I would person. never say that. But like, if you want to say it. Then... <laughs> I mean, it's
4: fucking true. Ugh. well, I'm that happy positive <laughs> now. Should we go on to the next it's or break? Break. break? Okay, guys, we are taking a quick break. And we'll be right back.
0: Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit JDPower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or SleepNumber.com.
4: Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners,
5: we back
4: we're back 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 again
8: hi Megan I'm 19 and I'm a sophomore in college I've been dating this boy for about a month now and like a week ago I slept over at his house and in the morning he said um something like I want you to be my girlfriend or like will you be my girlfriend but his voice was like really groggy and at the time I was like yeah okay but then Like we both fell asleep again because this is like early in the morning and he hasn't said anything about it since. And since then I've learned that he talks in his sleep and now I'm like questioning whether or not he asked me to be his girlfriend. But I'm like afraid to ask about it because like either way, it just seems so awkward to be like, did you say this or not? And anyways, this weekend, he's going to be meeting a bunch of other people like some of my friends and um some of my family and i'm just like not sure how i should introduce him as like this is my boyfriend or just like this is my friend or what so yeah that would be great if i could get some advice thank you
4: wow um so my best friend Sydney uh accidentally her current boyfriend she's dated him for a couple years now she um the first time she told him she loved him it was an accident because she also talks in her sleep um and I used to carry on full conversations with her when we were in high school and I would just like my cousin's the same and way. it'd be so funny because like it, it's just great and so she accidentally said I love you and then he was like what'd you say and then she's like what and she's like still kind of asleep but then like starts to wake up and fully panicked and just rolled over and refused to speak to him but it was cute and he was like no I love you too and I was like wow but this would happen to her um I mean I <laughs> I I wouldn't say anything neither I would like I, even when it comes to introducing him I would just introduce him by As name Bill Yeah like hey guys this is Bill and then also I think when you introduce someone by name uh to like friends and family i think it's a little more personal because it's like Mm -hmm. oh my god we've heard so much about you it's not like you don't need a precursor to be like hey this is like of all of the bills in my life this is the boy you know what I mean like you want to know like oh we've heard so much about you Mm -hmm. based on like who you are not just like as a significant other right um and also what if like he was having a dream and he wasn't asking you right you know
5: yeah, that's, that's like exactly where my mind is. 100%. Went. I also just walk around, I've realized, just talking to myself all the time. All the time. And um, the things that I say don't really make sense. It's just words coming out mm-hmm. of my
4: mouth. Stream of consciousness. Yeah.
5: And so sometimes you just say things and you don't realize what's coming out. And yeah. if, especially if you're asleep and your mind is already working on something else.
4: Yeah. I was just die that you said yes and then like realized that he was asleep yeah how many friends did you like snapchat and texting me I would have been like I have to tell all of my yeah. friends right now that this just happened because I also think that like if he wants you to be his girlfriend too like give I don't know like you want him to like remember saying it right. and like if not that I'm saying that like I'm not here for people like planning out like just you guys are younger though so that might still be a thing Um, but I think like I don't know. It should be, like, a sweet, fun memory that, like, both of you (laughs) should have. Right. You know?
5: Right. And so, like, you said that he's meeting a bunch of your friends and family. Like, why are they coming up? Is it, like, friends and family weekend? Is it homecoming? Does he have people coming, too? Mm Because then if he's introducing you to people, then that can be a cursor because he might say, this is my girlfriend.
4: And also, if you... Are introducing him if it is friends and family weekend. and you're introducing him to your family and he's not introducing you to his family i think that's also a good clue to see where right. your relationship's at <gasps> wow i just had an epiphany remember that guy who broke up with me and we still don't know why we mm-hmm. broke up he friends of family weekend he invited me to meet his parents and i didn't go
5: oh <laughs> do you think that's part of it wow yes i really do think that's part of it mm. the plot pick it does yeah the more we talk mm. about it. Or maybe we broke up before it ha- um, yeah. I don't have a memory. But if he asked you to meet them. Yeah. Then that would be He either been- asked me to meet them and
4: then I said no. Or he asked me to meet them and then we broke up before I met them. Got it. But I think I probably would have said like no. But I don't.
5: Yeah. Mm. Hmm.
4: Wow. Um, but I would also just say that I think like. I don't know. I think a month in is pretty quick. Yeah. And I would say like spend the first couple like months dating someone like enjoying dating and having fun and Mm -hmm. I think like we kind of like try and rush to like that like it only gets good once he's your boyfriend like as if it's this really like rocky unstable thing but I think it can be like really fun and really great while you're still just dating and then by the time that like they're asked like that your boyfriend girlfriend like it's because you're done with the dating stage like you've exhausted it and now you're excited for that like new chapter um and I think like I don't know I just think like definitely when I was younger we rushed through that like a lot more yeah and also you don't necessarily I don't want to say you don't know what you're getting into but like also it's going to mean a lot more when like I don't know you guys know like you've known each other for a good amount of time and then it's like oh wow this person like really wants to date me and like they know all my like we've been together for a good amount of time and they like know all this stuff yeah yeah
5: it'll you'll figure it out yeah I don't think it needs to be some big thing or like, hey, you told me yeah. you want to date unless he just like says he loves you one time during his sleep. Cause Mox be... used to do it drunk and I never brought it up. I know. Cause yeah, but I think that's like
4: the way to do it, mm-hmm. you know? And then finally when I did let when I let him say it, it was really sweet. Yeah. And like that's like a good, I don't know, like a good memory for both of us mm-hmm. versus like him telling me drunk and I can like make fun of him. But it's not like he's like shit, that was the first, you know what I mean like yeah. uh, the moment time. But, um, yeah. yeah. And figure out what else he says in his sleep. And it's always fun. I always record, like record when he's in his sleep or write it down. I have literally like an entire notes app from like all the shit Sydney used to say in her sleep. <laughs> it was so funny. And I could just have conversations and she would just keep responding. And I was like, you are so fucking asleep. This is great. It was fun. But, um, yeah. Congratulations on being in college. Sophomore year. Made it longer than me. Didn't you make it to sophomore year? Two. Sophomore year. Two, okay. like... And again, units wise, no. Got it. Units wise, I did not. I made it to, I finished the first quarter. Semest, yeah. Yeah, we weren't even on semesters. I was on quarters.
5: Oh, geez. It was even shorter.
4: Megan. Hey, Hi, Megan. So I'm 19.
9: Um, basically, I used to work at this one place, um, and I started dating a guy, and his roommate was my best friend, and she's a girl. Um so okay, so I started dating this guy. Um, it was great for a little while, but then it basically he was just really shitty to me and just not a good situation. Um, told me he loves me and then basically tried to ghost me while we were already dating. Um, you know, whatever. <laughs> um so then we broke up. Um I was pretty emo about it for a while, but then I was getting over it, everything was fine. Um Now it's like three, four months later and I went on Facebook and his roommate, who was my best friend, is dating him now. So they basically changed their relationship status and she, of course, didn't tell me this. Um, so I guess her plan was to never talk to me again. Um which is okay, I don't want to be her friend. (laughs) That's not what this call is about. Um, What I'm calling about is that now I'm having a bunch of crazy dreams where I like run into her on the street or I run into both of them. And I used to have these dreams just about him, Um, but now it's just like about her. And sometimes in the dream we make up, sometimes she ignores me, sometimes she like punches me in the face (laughs) and then walking. Um so I don't know. Um obviously there's some unresolved feelings there. Um I feel like a big problem here is that I never really told either of them how I felt and how much they hurt me. So my question is, should I reach out to her just to be like, hey, that was kind of shitty and that kind of sucked? Um, or should I just leave it alone? I guess. Yeah. Okay. So thank you so much. Um, love your podcast. Bye.
4: So double confirming it's, he's now dating his roommate. Mm
5: -hmm. That was her best friend.
4: So, okay. I, I'm gonna, I wish this was one of the live ones. Um, I'm assuming that they had a falling out before this. Cause you said that used to be your best friend and that you think that she never had any intention of telling you.
5: I think that when she's when the best friends started dating him, that's when they stopped talking.
4: But you didn't. But I don't know, because she didn't say anything like and then I was like, why? Are, you know what I mean, like it mm-hmm. didn't to me, it didn't feel like a friendship loss, too. Yeah. It feels like two former people in your life have gotten together. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go on based off of that is what I would assume. Um, I'm really happy she's
5: not your roommate. Definitely thought that's where it was. Yeah. That, that's what it was at first. I'm just like, I just imagine this like one of them just walking in on the other one yeah. in the shower and they're like oh i know to do it and then yeah. they got together i think
4: i obviously don't want to put ideas in your head and like i don't want to like therapize I think you at all there. yep but i think the reason that you feel like unresolved about this or whatever is because like i think you probably have every right to feel this way that he might have been sleeping with her Mm -hmm. and they might have had something prior to you guys Mm -hmm. potentially during you guys and it Mm -hmm. does kind of just feel like you maybe walked into something that you didn't know what it was Mm -hmm. and then you got blindsided through all of that also the him ghosting while you're dating and then dating her to me that all really makes a lot of sense um point blank she was that's a shitty friend on Mm -hmm. her part she's not your friend (laughs) which I feel like we say every time someone's like oh my friend or ex-friend or whatever yeah she wasn't your friend in this situation at all and then he also just like not no one's being like a mature adult about it and in those situations you don't have like you don't have to be that for everyone like you don't have to sit down and be the bigger person and be like hey this really hurt me they know that it hurt you. They know that it sucked. Like, it's a completely douchey, terrible thing to do. And also, like, I always think about it in the sense when someone does something so terrible and I'm like, I'm, I've am i said this before. I love revenge. I want revenge so much. I want like I want to get even, all of that stuff. But what I've found through all of that is I'm the only person who cares. Mm-hmm. I'm the only person who's- and you're I,
5: putting you're the one that's putting in the effort. Nobody else yep. is putting in the effort. So that means that they don't care.
4: No, and, and no matter what anyone does at all, it's never it's never going to like get any it's i'm not going to like relinquish anything i'm never going to like be rid of that sort of mm-hmm. thing because they don't control that i do like that's something that's on me and that doesn't mean that i'm not like petty and still like that kind of stuff but also there isn't any like cathartic feeling that you think you're going to get through like confrontation because they're not going to say anything great they're right. not going to do anything or say anything that's going to be like oh i'm and even if they said like oh i'm so sorry like that it doesn't change what they did And I think like, you just need to be like moving on and be happy that you don't have to deal with either of these two people in your lives Mm -hmm. anymore. Um, but I mean, I very much understand the dream they have. That's literally my life is all I have is dreams about like actual real life situations and real life circumstances. Um, but I just, uh, I don't know. I just, I, yeah, I think like, trying to get anything out of them is only going to put your like make you more vulnerable and put you out there more and take like the control of how you feel and put it in someone else's hands and you can't count on that Mm -hmm. and it's like it's not gonna help you
5: yeah it's like you said you wanted to talk to them what you're if you talk to them you might not get what you want. No,
4: it might be and worse. It might, it might make, make you feel make, worse. And
5: the dreams might get mm-hmm. even stronger because now you've had this face to face contact with them.
4: Yeah, and it's you're also like you've you've been broken up for 3 4 months. Mm-hmm. That's a good amount of time that like you obviously shouldn't I mean not obviously like I think it's totally fair that you don't feel like immediate like you still have these feelings, but I think like you don't want to backtrack. Also as somebody who I, my ex-boyfriend and I, when we broke up and I was like, he, yeah, asked out another girl to prom and I was like, so pissed. And I was like, I'm going to talk to him about it. And I was just, I just wanted him to apologize. And he was such a dick. And like, I, in that situation thought like, and I did truly feel like on paper, like I, he had no reason to be an asshole. He fucked me. Like, it was so mean, all of that kind of stuff. And like, it didn't help me at all. It just Mm -hmm. made me feel worse. But I also then realized that same thing I say about closure is like, I went in there thinking that there was no way he couldn't say what I wanted him to mm-hmm. say because it was so obvious to me. And if someone does something shitty, the great nice thing that's not obvious to them, right? Like it's just like who fucking cares at that
5: point. Um, yeah, so, I would. I would like sit down and write out everything that I want to say to her, mm-hmm. and then just burn it.
4: Yeah, and then take a boxing then, class. Yeah,
5: and then I'll get it out your head. Um. Or if you want to send it, my therapist was like, if you have something that you want to say to somebody, yeah, um, but you know, like having an actual like conversation or dialogue with them isn't going to get you anything, yeah. she's like, just sit down and send them an email then block their email address. So then you don't uh. have to worry about if they're going to respond or not. Yeah. Because yeah. then you get it out and they have it and then mm-hmm. it's just out there. If they want to contact you, they have other ways to contact you.
4: Yeah. I just, I don't know. I think like when you're hurt and like someone's fucked you over and done something, I think in theory, like something that they say can be super in- like great, but all that it's done is shown that they're true character and shown that like you're better yeah. than that. And so anything they can say, like that's beneath you. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you don't, you don't need that shit at all. Yeah. Um. And I would, yeah, I would, I mean, I would definitely say like, I would throw yourself into something physical. I think that will, I mean, that for me helps my dreams. Like Mm -hmm. that's like the, if I work out more and if I not even just like Pilates workout, but if I do like high intensity, like hardcore and I get out that like primal aggression, aggression, I don't have those kinds of like, as like stress, anxiety, like heightened kind of dreams anymore, because like I can have a punching bag and, and I know you said you In your dreams she was punching you Mm -hmm. but like i can punch you back and i can just picture all of that stuff and just get all of that Mm -hmm. stuff kind of out so that my subconscious isn't it's not dwelling on it because it's already been like brought to the surface and dealt with in like a constructive sort of way but um i'd lean on your other friends and like Mm -hmm.
5: all that stuff and also like or talk to them about it too
4: yeah and they know it's not about like winning a breakup and this is definitely like a like very like childish like response to it too i also think there's some um i think there's an amazing amount of strength in not showing how much someone has hurt you and not giving someone ammo to hurt you more and then opening up to your friends about how much someone people that you trust but putting that like vulnerable hey you really hurt me and like just open like sharing all of that and opening it up to someone i think it's just like you're just giving them ammo to like go at you. And I don't think though, I don't think that your vulnerability and like, I don't know, those like intricate parts of like your feelings and stuff should be in the hands of people who clearly didn't like respect that in the first place.
5: Yeah.
4: So I just say that like, it doesn't, I don't want to say it doesn't make a good look for you, but I just don't think that like, yeah, they don't deserve to know how all of that stuff made you feel because they knew what it was going to make you feel like going into it. Then mm-hmm. they still did it anyway. Yeah, and, and don't give them the satisfaction of being yeah. like, yeah, it really did hurt me. Mm-hmm. Cause they, they knew, either,
5: they knew it was going to hurt you or, or else they would have talked to you about it before. Yeah. Or if they, they knew it was going to hurt you. If they respected how you felt, then they would have talked about it with mm-hmm. you before.
4: And then, yeah, if anything, if you tell them that it hurt you now, like they already knew that. And like they're shit people and like, mm-hmm. they're going to, yeah, th- they're not going to care at all and that's such a sucky feeling yeah when you open up to someone and it's just like so clear that it's like well sorry that you're like sad and you feel bad but like i'm in this happy relationship you want to do yeah it just no i don't think no. that's it's not going to feel good stay strong yeah. you want to send the letter you can um send it to um
5: you don't can, blame
4: it, yeah. megan podcast send it to our email gmail.com. send us the whole letter and mm-hmm. that'll be and then i'll respond as him and mm. her, and I'll give you the apology you want. Yeah. How about that? That's a good one. That's a good, t- that's a I good like one. That. Okay. You just have to remind me to check the email.
5: I mean, it wouldn't be me.
4: Will you remind me to check the email?
5: <laughs> just you like, can just forward it to me. Shoot me a text.
4: Yeah, forward it to me. Looking forward to hearing from you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. It is time for Don't Blame Them. This is where um, listeners will call in with your own experience on previous episodes. Yeah. Y'all. Y'all. No.
1: Hi, Megan and Melissa. Um, I'm calling in with some of my own advice for a caller on the November Eminem episode. Um, there was a in saying she's sick of being friend zone and she feels that her plus size has something to do with it. Um, I just wanted to call because I think that you guys gave good advice. Um, but being a plus size, Woman myself, um, I can totally relate. I've been in only three relationships um, ever, and I am almost 32. Um, And I want you to know that it is hard. You are plus size um, and you think that everyone is just looking for a skinny chick, which some are, some aren't. But I want you to know that there are guys out there who are gonna love you for your body, Uh, just the way it is for your personality, the way it is, it's just, a, um, you know, it's just a matter of getting there, but I don't want you to give up hope because right around when I tried to give up hope is when I met my current boyfriend who loves me for my body and for my mind and doesn't want me to be skinny. So there are guys out there. I don't want you to think that this is something bad. Um, you should embrace Yourself, your plus-size self, and, um, you know, you sound like a great person. I'm sure there's someone out there for you. You just got to keep looking and, you know, follow their advice that they gave you on how to find better matches. But I wanted to speak to the plus-size piece. All right. Thank you, guys. Love the podcast.
4: Yay. I think that's great. Me, too. I love that. Um, Yeah. I mean, I think it's also obviously doesn't mean I can't, like— I'm not going to speak on behalf of like any community. I can only speak on like who I am and like what yeah, who I am, but I also think that like she's so right in the sense of like like I the 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 idea that everyone has a specific body mm-hmm. type that they want. That's mainstream media 100%. Like yeah. they're I've never like, I like there are men, women who are into every certain mm-hmm. body type under the sun, and not even like, oh, I like, I love you in spite of something. No, right. no, that's like your that's type. That's preference. Like, there are some guys who are like, I'm an ass guy. I'm not going to date a girl with a flat ass. And I'd be mm-hmm. like, cool. Bye. See you. And I'll say hi. <laughs> and there it <they're laughs> slides right in. So, I think like, obviously, it's different on like plus sides because like that. I mean, yeah, you're marginalized in every sense of media of being like not represented at all. But I think like it sucks when the media, the media representation is not represented. It doesn't represent how everyone feels right. or how like every Yeah. In general, but it's like, that's, yeah, it, it's, it's limiting in that way. But I think, um, yeah, I think also the more you put yourself out there, you realize that kind of stuff that you're like, oh, wow, this is what everyone says that everyone's into, but it's not what mm-hmm. everyone's into, you know, at all. Like low rise jeans when it was like low rise oh jeans, we're gosh. all into them. I was like, you know what? I'm not. Most people weren't.
5: No, it was that was just the exactly. people making us think they that we wanted. They made us think that that's that what we wanted. That it was hot to have our thong hanging uh-huh. out. huh
4: That Rhinestone, I actually I don't, had, did not have a Rhinestone thong. I in mean, the you would have been like, a, like
5: seven. No, I was like going to say a, you'd ten. like a baby. Yeah. Happened. Um. I hope
4: you guys enjoyed this episode. If you want to be on an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. International listeners, you can send us an audio message at Meganpodcast at gmail.com. If you are just listening to this podcast, uh, check us out on YouTube. Yeah. And for everyone watching on YouTube who comments on every single episode, are you on Spotify? <laughs> we are on Spotify. You can yes. also just go to do It literally has every, every place single listed. link. Yeah. Every link. Every, every, every single one. Yeah. I urge you guys to just like open the description of videos or of podcasts you'll see it it's easy
5: it's very easy it's really not that hard facebook
4: join our facebook come join the i almost said cult come join the club (laughs) no
5: it's not a cult
4: cult. it's a fun time it's a great time we would love to see you there join the party yeah did that sound like a pitch for a cult it did how do you make it sound not because like that's the whole point of cults is the pitch it's like it is so like broad yeah
5: i don't know come join the community do they ever say Community community is such a cult word i don't know commune we're not the compound we're not exalting one individual person
4: what's exalting mean?
5: like raising them to a higher standard we're
4: not raising me to a higher standard no
5: i'm not
4: and they won't either yeah um it's fine um cool bye oh follow us on instagram too Ew, please go watch the whole video just to see how fucking weird you're being. Ew, stop. I can hear your kissing mouth. Stop it. Ew, 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 ew. Okay, goodbye. Bye. (laughs) Don't Blame Me is a production by me, executive produced by Melissa DeMonts, camera operator Amanda Lechner, and music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso, part of the HerPod Network.